0: Love Talk Radio. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see God by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. That's a quote from Rabia, the mystic and Islamic prophet. Uh, and I think a good place for us to start this show all the time, which is what I try to do. My name is Mara, and welcome to You Are OK with Blog Talk Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about the idea that God is everything or God is nothing. I would encourage you, and I will pay attention to the switchboard and stop talking to call in if you would like to add anything to what's being said. The number is 646-595-3584. That's the guest call-in number again, 646-595-3584. I'd also like you to start your own blog talk radio show and talk about what you believe and how you believe there are answers. I'm hoping and so encouraging you that you will do so in love. Because today, I feel excited, nervous, but excited because I think I have figured out this pandemic. I think the pandemic is from God because I believe God is everything, but I don't think it's to punish a few people. But I think it is to awaken all people to our interconnection with each other, to the fact that we share one source, one God, no matter what name you use for God. And I'm not here to judge what you call God. Uh, And I hope you don't judge the fact that I'm unwilling to put one word with God I may sometimes quote Jesus. I may sometimes quote the Jewish Old Testament like I'm going to do in a moment. I may sometimes quote an Islamic prophet and sometimes I may quote the Torah or I may quote anything, any spiritual book, the works of Yogananda. But that doesn't mean that That's the right way to think. Today, in preparing for this show, I learned there are 7.8 million people estimated to be on this planet, and I can say to you with absolute certainty that of that 7.8 million people, none have lived exactly the same life, so none see God exactly the same way as someone else I can also tell you with a fair amount of certainty that of that 7.8 million people most of them don't feel they have enough most of them don't believe they all they are enough and perhaps all of them so we all have different perceptions about God we all have different lives And most of them are struggling to be better than other people instead of just being enough and equal. Think about your conversations. How often do you remind people of how much more you have than they have? How often do you feel upset if you're challenged with someone else's thinking instead of just embracing that thinking? Saying, okay, let me think about that. Instead of asking yourself, what would love do now? So we all have different perceptions about everything, which is why when we do our combined meditation, I have each of us take the hand of God as we know God to be. Let me share with you. Some people have pretty big gods. Some have very small gods. It's not for me to judge. It's for what makes them happy. But the dynamic around the world as we hold hands with our gods and with each other is a powerful dynamic because we are all interconnected. And that takes us back to the beginning. What is all this about? It's a reminder that we are interconnected with each other. And when you think about life that way, that gives, do unto others as you would have them do unto you a whole different means. Would you want someone to cut your hand off? If you were over 70, would you want to hear that the economic choices are the Dow or you? What would you like? Because we are interconnected. And I watched this beautiful uh, Korean film uh, last year when I was still in the United States about how those choices that we make in relating one to the other have ramifications. They they spread out. They ripple out. And they ripple through lives and can ripple through our lives again and again. And that is especially true when we make a decision that is not grounded in love. So for the Old Testament, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Ooh, how cautious are you with God? When you open your mouth, do you think, I'm about to to let God come across to my tongue. Have you thought of the number of times that we are told to love? So if we said in the beginning was the word. The word was with love and the word was love. So we are being provided, in my humble opinion, an opportunity here to recognize that we are all connected to each other. And what we want to do with that is an important question for each of us to ask ourselves. It's an historic moment, a landmark moment, a gigantic moment. It isn't about politics. It's about saving people. And the way we save people is multifaceted. We have jobs. We have food. We have shelter. And yet there's fear. There's so much fear out there that people have stopped listening to each other at times. There are those who want to say this isn't really as bad as it appears. Folks, the incidence of reported cases, emphasis on reported cases in the United States doubled between last week Tuesday and last week Friday. That's reported. How many cases are not being reported? How many cases are not we're not aware of because there's been very minimal testing? The incidence around the world is increasing. This isn't a question of blaming anyone. It's a question of recognizing what is happening as the truth of what is happening. It shows our interconnection to each other as we touch, as we hug, as we do a cheek kiss, as we stay inside, as we socially or physically distance is the new word. Whether we follow whose standards, the World Health Organization's standards of staying three feet apart, or we practice the CDC standards of staying six feet apart. We wouldn't have to do any of those things if we weren't giving this virus to each other. And the reactions are common. We are connected. And I'd like to talk to you a bit about that connection. And rarely will you hear me ask for money. And I'm not asking for money for myself. I'm not putting up a donate thing or anything. What I am doing, though, is asking for money for Los Cabos, for Baja, California, sir. Los Cabos, uh, Cabo San Lucas, uh, and why? Why would I ask money for that place? I mean, my gosh, there's all sorts of rich Americans there, right? Well, maybe not so much anymore. A lot of Americans have gone home and with them went the demand for services. So their money went home too. And this week, this past week, we were all kind of put into the same lockdown status as the United States is having. This is my 13th day of being isolated because I'm kind of a frail old person. I don't feel very frail, but I could get sick. And believe me, I'd rather not die for this cause right now. And I don't think the Dow is that important, so I'm not volunteering. I think that we can figure out together a solution that makes us better than we were. But in any event, so what's happened is bit by bit, the economy here has ground to a step. Hotels are empty. Some are closed. I've never seen so few cars on the road. People are not buying and people are not being paid. The grocery stores no longer have uh, Americans going through the grocery aisles and tipping the young men and women and older men and women who package the groceries. Yeah, those people aren't employees here. They are our helpers. And it's our choice to pay them if they pack our bags or don't pack our bags. And it's our choice how much we pay them. Some people flourish around their money like they're they're all there because they're superior because they can give more money than the person behind them. But that's not what it's about. It's not proving we're more. It's instead recognizing our interconnectedness, that those people who help with the bags are helping us for a contribution from us, however generous we choose that to be. It's not a statement of our value. It's just a statement of fact. Folks, in terms of value, let me tell you, we are all enough. We don't have to be more than each other. We are enough. So we have this huge impact going on here. And there's a young man who has a story about how he went to the United States when, with his family when everything was stolen from him. And he's known here as Minister Marco. And you may use him uh, for your wedding, or you may have used him for your wedding. In any event, Minister Marco is collecting money, and it's tried and true. It's not that he's collecting it for himself. Please stop thinking negative thoughts about Mexicans. It's not fair, and it's not true. Rather, Minister Marco, you can donate through PayPal so you can keep your information private and confidential, is buying people food. Now at Christmas time, you know, in the United States we do secret Santas all the time. And I know this need for food is real here. And it's especially real as this is a hospitality state in Mexico. From the highest level, the CEOs of of hotels to the lowest level. No job right now. How long can they stay together? And our interconnection shows. So back to Christmas, my friends and I opted to do a secret Santa for a little girl who was living in very humble circumstances. And probably our secret Santa was a little over the top, as Americans tend to be a little over the top. But what was amazing and sad was the night before she went to sleep, and Christmas is celebrated Christmas Eve here. So on December 23rd, she started crying as she was saying her prayers. And her mother asked her, what's going on? Why are you so sad, knowing that this giant Christmas was coming, complete with food and gifts for her mother? And she said, because. I'm afraid I haven't been good enough for Santa to come. I haven't been good enough for Santa to come. Wow. Knowing enormity of that statement from a little four or five year old it's like wow and yet to be honest I can recall as a child thinking that I was going to get coal from Santa at Christmas when my dad didn't work but we're interconnected and I experienced that interconnection then and Lupita experienced it now. So, anyway, Minister Marco, like I said, many of you may use him for your wedding here at www.ministermarco.com. There's a button there. You can contribute a dollar, 50 cents, whatever, from your PayPal account to help those here in Los Cobos, Cabos who don't have food, who are totally without. Because frankly, that's pretty much what we, all we can do from our homes is donate because most of us can't go out. Yesterday, some white gringos were surfing at the, at the surfing beach And the police came and told them to go home, that this was not a vacation. Saving each other's life is not about being on a vacation. As you can hear Crystal barking, she's agreeing with me. Saving each other's life is in each of our hands. So you are enough to do it. You are enough to make a difference. And you can make a difference. You need to ask yourself what would love do now when you find yourself feeling less than? And you know that feeling. We talked about them last week the feeling of fear. What would love do now? It won't cower go and hide. It will figure out something to do even if it's doing a radio show. And even if there's only one person out there listening. We need to be love.
1: In the beginning
0: was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. In the beginning was the word. The word was love. The word was, love was with God and the word was God. Excuse me, I always screw that one up. Rewriting the Bible is just not my thing. But the messages in the Bible for all of us are there if we choose to pay attention. So I'm going to play a very short piece right now called Open Your Heart and I will invite you to join me in a meditation circle sending love around the world Catherine Toyama Open Your Heart my co-host used to be Bob Blake and he loved piano music and that's what this was selected for so this is in honor of you Bob who show love All the time. So, if we can begin to breathe together as one, get in a comfortable position for you. I'm not going to dictate that because you know what's right for you in all things in your faith, in how you act you know what is right for you. And if you fail to meet your standards, you can go back and try again. Because let me tell you folks, I am not a perfect person and I have not lived a perfect person, but through it all I have known that God loves me. I have never doubted that for a second. And I can assure you, it's simple me, nobody, sitting in San Jose del Cabo, Mexico, that you are loved by God just as you are. So with that knowledge, let's begin to breathe together, acting as though our nose is in the soles of our feet. And as I ask you to do that, I will explain that that enables you to think about breathing longer, because there's a lot further distance from your feet to your lungs than there is from your nose to your lungs. So let's pull a breath in up the front of our calves, up our thighs. Have it cross over. And at the base chakra, have the breath unite. This is a highly powered breath. And You don't need to hold it. You can keep sipping in like singers do. Holding that breath diverts your attention from the quality of the breath and what it is bringing to you. And I would like you to use that breath to force back into the earth from which it came, the fears that inhibit you in your base chakra. I'm not talking about the fears of catching a virus. I'm talking about deeper fears. Fears that you are not enough. That you are not loved. That you need to struggle to be more. The fears that our egos ignite in us when we feel that we've said something wrong and we've embarrassed ourselves forever. Forever. Or we're not going to necessarily be the victor. Or we haven't overthought and won over everyone. Sometimes you just have to accept things as they are. That's what I'm inviting you to do with your base chakra. To accept. Not expose yourself and others. By ignoring. Let's now pull that breath up. That fearless breath up. Into the sacral chakra. The zone of creativity. We are interconnected, but we are each different. And as you're in the zone of creativity... I'm going to now move to Kobayaka's Pathless Journey for Music. As you're in the zone of creativity, ask yourself, what can I do? Who am I and where am I going? What do I want out of life? What do I want to give back to life? What can I do to inspire me to be my highest self? And as you're breathing in your sacral chakra, igniting your divine purpose, with fearless energy, know that you are enough just as you are and that you are loved by God just as you are. You don't have to believe something different. God may be disappointed when you're not loving, but that doesn't mean that God turns his back on you and puts you in the timeout room forever. What parent would do that? Surely God is more than a parent. I'm not sure that this pathless journey is playing well or if you're able to hear me because we are having, um, I can hear like a rustly sound, and I'm hoping that it's clear for you and you're not getting disconnected. So let's pull our fearless, creative energy up to your sacral chakra that zone in the middle of your body. And in that zone is the zone of healing. And let's heal ourselves of our past self-judgments. Let's ignite a desire to heal our way of relating to each other. And so that as we move through this crisis, we can begin seeing the world not based on what people have, but based on who they are. And we can see in them more than they are showing. And we don't get sidetracked by their egos but instead recognize that we are all one together. We don't have to be perfect, nor do they have to be perfect, but we are interconnected. Let's heal the connections within ourselves and around the world. And at this point, as we're healing those connections... Reach your dominant hand out and take God as you know God to be. And feel the energy of God holding your hand. And let that energy course up your arm. Across your shoulders. In a soothing, soothing electrical pattern. And reach out your non-dominant hand and take the hand of a fellow listener. So now now we are beginning a circle that will go around the world and will expand as people listen to this show in archived mode. And as it goes around the world, our connection, one with the other, is enhanced. We are human God, human God, human God in this gigantic gigantic ring, whether you call it a prayer ring, a meditation ring, a life ring, does it matter? No. What matters is we are doing it. We are together creating a positive energy, recognizing our connection one to the other. And because of that recognition, we are empowering our circle, our circle of love. Let that go, feeling go through you. Feel the connection of those in the circle. And now let us pull our fearless, creative, loving energy up to our hearts. And feel your heart expand with the love from those you are connected with. And feel the energy and allow a giant arc of love to come from your heart and go down through your arms, igniting the circle with love. And we send that love to all. To all of mankind, to all of our leaders all over the world struggling with this disease, there's more evidence in how man has universally attempted to control. Granted, there may not be a transparent free flow of information, but do we need it? We can see it ourselves. We have world leaders, princes, getting this COVID virus because it's not aware of social class. It recognizes we are all the same. We are all made of the same minerals. We are all made of the same elements. We are all the same no matter what color our skin, no matter what color our eyes, no matter what color our hair or lack of color. We are all one. Allow our love to reverberate, vibrate away from the circle like a sparkling dust of love. sending love around the planet and especially capturing this gigantic energy of love that I am feeling so that we can act when we are speaking when we are speaking God with love so that we can be love. so that when we feel frustrated and angry or judged we can ask what would love do now rather than reacting in anger and when we fail and we will because we're humans to act in love to remember who we are and let go of self judgment forgive yourself and move on in love Now, let us pull our fearless, creative, healing, loving energy up to our throat chakra. Uh, Last week, I explained that so much pain is caused by words. I call the throat chakra the zone of forgiveness because we judge ourselves, for the words we say and rethink conversations that are done rather than moving forward. We think of things to say in 10 seconds and don't ask ourselves, Are these loving words? We just say them. And then We carry huge lumps in our throats that prevent us from speaking in love because now we have to support the bad decisions and the bad words that we chose to make when we weren't being loved. I have to tell you, I have a friend. I have multiple friends who demonstrate what love would say now. So if you feel yourself ready to just start spewing it out, and we all do, take a deep, fearless, creative, healing, loving breath and ask yourself, what would love say now? and ask yourself when you're asking yourself that question, ask yourself. Are my words showing respect for all of mankind because I am connected to all of mankind? Or am I asking that part of mankind be cut off and treated as invisible, non-existent? Do my words uplift and enrich? Or do my words push down and destroy, seek to destroy do I help people to believe they are worthwhile to me or do I cause them to believe that I see them only as a servant nothing more Service to my desires. Now, this is not saying that you cannot be honest about how you feel or what you know. But it says that be honest in as loving a way as you can. Not by proverbially throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Be honest in love. And when you're not, forgive yourself and move on. But make amends. I know we've all been chased around by people who want us to know what they really meant. And somehow when they're telling us what they really meant, it makes what they said more like what we heard. But now we're in a position where we can listen to those words with love. And we can repeat back a more loving version of what we heard. I didn't hear it that way, is an okay thing to say. Oh, yeah, I heard that you were trying to explain to me why you were so frustrated, and I understand your frustration. This is a scary time. I understand your fear. But we're all in this together because, folks, we are We now are looking at a situation that is touching everyone the same. Whether you have COVID or you don't have COVID, it's touching everyone the same. The risks are the same. We've dispelled the idea that young people can't get COVID. We've dispelled the idea that babies can't get COVID. We dispel the idea that some people are protected from dying. They aren't. So we need to listen to each other and support each other in who are in fear with genuine connection. And We are getting close to the end of this meditation, so I'm going to play Find Yourself, which I don't quite remember, but it seems appropriate, so let's hope that it isn't the one that goes meditate. If it is, I will stop.
1: What? What, what is...
0: breathing and sipping in air, let us pull our fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving energy up to the third eye, our zone of manifestation. We all are manifestors, my friends. We manifest by our words, by our actions, by our desires, by our prayers. We manifest. And I would like you to spend a few minutes here thinking about who you are and who you want to be. And I'm going to play Project Divinity floating while we do that. writing the scripts of your life. No past choices can control the choices you make right now. You are enough. Don't let your ego or anyone else tell you you are not. Don't bit a secret, share your divine spark, know that you are connected with other people and that your spark may not ignite everyone, but it will ignite some, maybe only one, it can be like the COVID virus spreading around because you talk to one person who talks to another person who talks to another person and pretty soon the message that you are trying to convey can spread around the world. The message of love that exemplifies who you are can overpower any prior things that you have done Believing you are enough, not more, but enough, is not minimizing, but exhilarating. It opens pathways. Pathways perhaps closed by you because you didn't feel you were enough, that you had to be more. It opens pathways to share a little bit of what you have, thinking that 50 cents is not enough. But if a million people give 50 cents to Minister Marco, that's $500,000. That's a lot. Please, if I did my math wrong, forgive me. Ah, there we go. Not enough. Second-guessing. How many times do we second-guess our best thoughts of ourselves? There is one minute and 15 seconds left here. And for some of you, that will be way more than you will ever want in meditation, and that's okay. Because 10 seconds may be enough just take some time to connect with all that is, but I'm going to give you silence now for one minute, actually for about 50 seconds. A lot longer than you think. I hope when you were thinking, for those of you who have to go out because you're essential workers, I would invite you, as you're thinking about who you are, to envision yourself as someone who sends prayers, meditation, good wishes, whatever you want to call it, to those you do see on the road because only essential workers are supposed to be on the road and if parney if someone else is on the road then they need our good wishes too and we pray that they stay healthy we pray that they are responsible that they make wise decisions and we pray that they sanitize their cars because folks The CDC says that these germs hang around for 24 hours. It takes that long for them to settle. So we pray for wisdom for each other. Now, those prayers I was sending sounded a little judgy, didn't they? So I guess maybe we should include a prayer for ourselves that we set aside our judgments about why someone is out and we accept that they are out and we pray it is for a good reason because that's the limit of our power. If we give away our power, our energy to judging what others are doing, then we deflate our ability to do more. I'm going to put on the dawn as we move forward. Let us, pull are fearless, Creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting breath up to the top of your head, your crown chakra. And imagine your crown chakra lifting like it has a baseball cap on. And your breath moving up into the universe and joining with the breath of all of the gods that are surrounding you now and us, as our breath joins with God's breath, as our sense of self feels the energy of knowing that God is connected with us right now, not only through our hands, but in our minds, Feel the electric charge of your breath joining with the breath of God. Know that you are enough. Know that you are valuable. Breathe out, releasing that breath and feel it now go back down through your throat chakra, behind through your spine, to your throat chakra, to your heart, invigorating you to your sac—excuse me—to your uh, sacral chakra, to your base chakra. And down your feet. Feel your entire body ignited with the knowledge that you and you alone matter and that you connected with all of us can make a difference. We are enough. this energy ignites our solar plexus our healing potential for ourselves and our desire to be a healing representative for others use this energy to inspire yourself to be love Use this energy to inspire God within you as you speak the words or you speak God through your words. Don't be afraid that you aren't enough to be an emissary, but know that it's impossible for you not to be an emissary because the word was God we all use words each and every one of us be an emissary of God know that you are enough Keep breathing regularly. Did you know that you can begin to practice called walking meditation where you can literally pull yourself through all of these steps or at least the breathing part? You can infuse your body with fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, Manifesting and divinely inspired energy. In time, you feel yourself challenged to be your highest self, to be who you are. Now I am being inspired at this point to play the singing bowl again, which gets to be pretty loud, But it is in a tone designed. To inspire your creative energies. And I hope it's not too loud.
1: Mm
0: you can keep your hand in God's hand all day long. You don't ever have to let that go. You should know that God is always in the room with you. I promise you, God is. I guess that's a secret. And the reason it's a secret is religion has become a billions and trillions and 1000000000000000s I don't know if that's a word, dollar business. So, some people want you to believe that they alone have the key to God. And you have to listen to them and give your money to them and believe every word they say in order for God to care about you. Uh, not true. That was my gong sound. You have a direct access to God right now. So hold on to his hand like you have been for the last 54 minutes or thereabouts. Hold God's hand. Feel the vibrancy of that and know that you are enough. You don't need a key. Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. And all of us, each and every one of us, use words. So God comes out of our mouth automatically. We're just not very careful in how we select those words. So let's be careful, and let's know you're enough. You have the key, and the key is you. May God bless you this day and all days. I'll be back next Sunday at 10 o'clock, and I hope to have you there, and I can feel you there. May the energy of this moment embrace you between now and then and for all times. It's a little bit early, but peace be with you. I'm going to end the episode early today.